Hi, everyone. Welcome to Equity Breakdowns. This is where you'll find short, no bullshit overviews of public companies. Now, today, healthcare costs are out of control in the US, and they've been out of control for a while. Consumers are bearing the majority of the cost of care and are experiencing restrictions from a fragmented industry. Now, this rising challenge has created an opportunity for a company to revolutionize the industry with a consumer focused digital healthcare platform. Today, we will break down GoodRx, ticker symbol GDRx, the company with the goal to make healthcare services affordable. Now, GoodRx is a healthcare tech company that aims to offer affordable healthcare service to American consumers. Their software platform offers pricing discounts for medications, telehealth services like Hey Doctor, and health education services. The company has created a healthcare ecosystem that connects consumers, healthcare providers, pharmacies, pharmaceutical manufacturers, and pharmacy benefit managers, which play a pivotal role. Now, GoodRx wants to reduce healthcare costs for the American consumers, drive faster treatment, better patient care and outcomes, and provide healthcare consumer education. Medical adherence, accessibility, low costs, and consumer satisfaction are the desirable outcomes that GoodRx seeks for using its platform. Now, the company breaks down its value proposition across three targets, consumers, healthcare professionals, and healthcare companies. Now, consumers, they allow people to fill prescriptions and access treatments through telehealth. So the price comparisons and negotiated prices have contributed to $20 billion of savings to date. Now, for healthcare professionals, engagement between physicians and consumers through telehealth services have improved interactions and are continually growing. And finally, for healthcare companies, so it's important to empower pharmacy benefit managers to offer discounted prices to consumers and grow their cash network. So essentially, these people negotiate uh, the deals and prices between pharmacies and manufacturers. Now, the company has created a direct-to-consumer channel to reduce costs drastically. Now, as we highlight the technology features, the platform is offered through a website and application that can be accessed across many devices. The foundation is built on the following features, a proprietary pricing engine, so the price technology that links with multiple sources across the industry, and patent technology that offers collection and normalization of prices to PBMs as a single consumer interface. More specifically, 150 billion prescription prices are aggregated every day. Secondly, the living database. So the platform has processed $8 billion of gross merchandise value and offers valuable insights to improve the consumer experience. And as this database grows, the insights that it provides to all the value chain participants in the network are very vast. And finally, the proprietary telehealth HER. So Hey Doctor has been recently acquired and is supported by a unique electronic health record to allow physicians to conduct online patient visits with built-in messaging and video, video capabilities. On top of that, the consumer data is also saved, so you do not have to go through the difficulty of re-updating those paperwork that become so cumbersome. This also sends electronic prescriptions and pricing and is easily accessible to healthcare workers. Now, the company's mission, as stated in the S1, is help Americans get the healthcare they need at a, at a price that they can afford. Now, the industry. So healthcare consumers are facing an enormous amount of challenges in the U.S. due to rising costs and restrictions imposed on their care. The total estimated spending in the U.S. healthcare market is $4 trillion and expected to grow to $6.2 trillion by 2028. Despite the having best of the healthcare technology and services in the world, the market is fragmented, leading to a difficult experience for consumers. 
the industry currently experiences the following challenges. Consumer-facing solutions. So technology-driven platforms that create ease for consumers and consolidation information in one source is currently not available. High costs. So healthcare costs contribute to 66% of all personal bankruptcies in the U.S. 30% of the subscriptions are not being filled and 64% of Americans risk their health due to high costs. Transparency. So complexity, fragmentation, and limited ability to compare healthcare prices are common. 70% of Americans do not know that prices of prescriptions can vary widely between pharmacies. And finally, access to care. The average wait time for a new patient visit in the, in the 15 large cities was 24 days in 2017. So basic needs are not addressed quickly, leading to higher costs from preventable measures. Now, the market opportunity. The total addressable market across the healthcare services identified by GoodRx is around $800 billion, and it's broken out between prescription, pharmaceutical manufacturing solutions, and telehealth. So prescription and telehealth are offering the greatest growth opportunities and the, the largest opportunities within the market. Now the business model landscape here. So the company generates its revenue through prescription offerings, subscription offerings, pharmaceutical offerings, and the telehealth offerings that uh, they've created in order to save money for consumers. The company deploys a direct-to-consumer business model. So prescription offerings. So the company allows consumers to compare prescription pricing and also show negotiated prices that are available. GoodRx is then paid a fee from pharmacy benefit managers when the code is used. The fee can be fixed or a percentage of fees uh, earned by the partners. This made up 94% of the revenue in 2019 and 91% in 2020, so a significant portion of the revenue. Now, the subscription offering. So the company launched Gold and Kroger Savings for a monthly subscription to access deeper discounts. So the company receives the fee from subscribers directly, as well as with Kroger uh, to share the fee too. Now, the pharmaceutical offerings. 20% of consumers search for branded medication, and as a result, partnering with the manufacturers opens consumer savings. Manufacturers pay a fee to advertise, integrate, and communicate solutions with the platform. In addition, we have the telehealth offering. So the company offers their own telehealth provider, Hey Doctor, and a telepath uh, marketplace. So revenue is derived from visit fees on Hey Doctor and fees from directing consumers to third-party telehealth providers in the marketplace. Now, the following customer landscape is created based on the revenue models GoodRx has created. First, 15 million monthly visitors in Q2 of 2020 visited the app and websites. On top of that, monthly average consumers were 4.4 million from 0.7 million in 2016. Great uh, consumer expansion. Now, it's important to understand what is the definition of a consumer here. So it's a unique consumer who has used the GoodRx code to purchase a prescription at a discount from the list price in a month. Therefore, because of these individuals, you have then generated the fee uh, structure, which supports a revenue. On top of that, 80% of transactions from their prescription offering have come from repeat customers. Now, GoodRx codes are also accepted in over 70,000 pharmacies, which represents about 79% of the total pharmacies in the U.S. market. We also have 1,000 consumers per day that completed online visits on the telehealth platform Hey Doctor in Q2 2020. On top of that, healthcare net promoter score that identifies customer satisfaction was 90 out of 100. So the GoodRx app has 700,000 rating reviews with a 4.8 out of 5.0 score. 
So the company has also entered into a partnership with Kroger to provide discounts and allow retailers to increase store traffic, specifically also with the largest uh, pharmacy chains here. Now, the company aims to make healthcare affordable. According to the S1 filing, CodeRx has identified a series of advantages. First, the platform. 150 billion prices are aggregated daily, resulting in an aggregated discount of 71% for consumers on medication costs. 68% of healthcare providers recommended the platform to patients, and the platform received a high NPS score, highlighting strong consumer satisfaction. The brand is associated with transparency and trust. Scalable network. The company's uh, gross merchandise value was $2.5 billion in 2019. This result is due to an extended network of PBMs, pharmacies, and pharmaceutical manufacturers. On top of that, consumer-facing. The platform represents a one-stop shop for consumers to interact with the healthcare services. It is designed to deliver a consumer-first experience that is easy to use. Inherently, consumer information is saved across a network, so the codes apply instantly for all future refills. And finally, extension services. So high-engaged consumers provide room for the platform to offer additional services such as telehealth. Additional services will increase customer lifetime value and reduce additional customer acquisitions costs. Now, the company has highlighted certain competitive and operational risks that may affect its performance. So the primary barrier to adoption is simply awareness, according to a good RX. Consumers are not aware of prices varying widely between pharmacies. They are also not aware of direct-to-consumer telepath options. So in prescriptions, the competition is fragmented and are smaller. In telehealth, the largest competitors are Teladoc, Amwell, MD Live, and Doctor on Demand. There's also revenue risk here. So a significant portion of the revenue is driven by the prescription offerings. Majority of this revenue is driven at brick-and-mortar pharmacies. So diversification is key as changes to the behavior consumers can certainly impact. The third thing here is pricing is dependent on industry participants. The company does not impact price negotiations. As a result, changes in pricing structures for manufacturers, healthcare insurance companies, and PBMs will impact available discounts. In addition, lack of control for categories and prescriptions. So PBMs determine discounts on certain medication based on negotiations with manufacturers and insurance companies. Changes in types of medications and categories can impact consumer satisfaction. On top of that, limited number of industry participants. So the industry is concentrated in terms of national pharmacy chains and, P- and uh, PBMs. Favorable contract uh, agreements are necessary because revenue is dependent on PBMs participation. Three of the largest PBMs accounted for 48% of the revenue in the first half of 2020. Now on top of that, government regulation. So Heavy regulations, such as the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, will come under revision with additional regulation as the government focuses on the prices of medications. This can impact the partners involved in the current value chain, thus limiting the growth of their revenue. Now, the team here. The company's founders and executive team are veterans in the healthcare tech space. So we have two co-CEOs and founders, Douglas Hirsch. Now, he, before founding the company, he served as CEO at Daily Strength, a social network focused on health and wellness. Wellness. He was also an early employee at Yahoo. So he knows a couple of things here in regards to creating a very diverse network relative to health. Then we have Trevor Bezdek, 
So Bezdeg served as managing partner at a technology firm and co-founded BioWire, building, which build, was building information tools uh, for researchers. Then we have Bansi Naji, who's the president and healthcare uh, for the healthcare services. He served five years as executive vice president and chief strategy at McKenzie Corporation, which is a leader in the healthcare supply chain management uh, within, within the healthcare industry. Now, in terms of financial performance here, so the company has 384 million outstanding shares at a price of $52.04, resulting in a market cap of $19.9 billion. The company has achieved $388 million in revenue for the year of 2019, a 56% increase over the $250 million earned in 2018. More recently, the company earned $257 million in six months ended as of June 30th, 2020, resulting in a 48% year-over-year for the, that specific uh, time period. Now, since 2016, the company has experienced a CAGR of 57%, and it has profitability. So... As of 1231, 2019 and 2018, the company's net incomes were 66 million and 55 million. So gross margins for the business, also in terms of before uh, any form of uh, operational expenses, is actually 96.4% as of 2019. The company has also generated operating earnings of 116 million in 2019, a 41.1% increase from 2018. More recently, they've also maintained a 39.4% adjusted EBITDA, representing strong earnings and translating to a $76 million free cash flow business as of June 30th, 2020. So the company not only is experiencing significant growth in a sector that requires technological change, but it is very profitable and a cash-rich business. On top of that, GoodRx plans to continue growth through the following strategies. They want to expand, uh, expand the Hey Doctor Telehealth and the Telehealth Marketplace. They see that as a very significant growing opportunity to also improve patient uh, and uh, doctor uh, as well as healthcare uh, professional interactions. On top of that, uh, expanding subscription services. So it's important to partner with pharmacy chains and retailers like Kroger to introduce savings. This partnership will open up new revenue streams. Then we also have healthcare education and content creation. So GoodRx plans to be a leader in this particular element. They want to expand brand trust by being a leader in the healthcare information education uh, and updates. So this is very important because then people will rely on them for this information and associate their brand with even greater trust. And finally, the expansion of platform services. So areas such as clinical trials, prescription delivery, and in-house doctor visits are very important. Now, guys, you can access and download the detailed report on the attached link here, which will also include some high-level financials. If you like the content, please make sure to share this newsletter, share this post, or subscribe. On to the next. Thank you, and wishing you guys a great week.